You're listening to the Sports Moment, January 16th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Lots going on over the weekend, and we, uh, of course, had the long weekend with Martin Luther King Day on Monday, a little three-day uh, hiatus, and usually when that happens, I'm ready to get back at it. So let's get back at it. I want to, first of all, congratulate to Randy Hansen and his Otter Boys Swimming and Diving Team. They were involved in the Section 5A True Team Meet in Alexandria on Saturday, and they were third. This is a tough section. And the Otters had 963 points. In the true team, everybody that competes in each event scores points, depending on where they finish. And Melrose Sox Center beat Alexandria. Alexandria kind of has dominated this meet over the years. But Melrose Sox Center got them. They had 1290. Alexandria runner-up with 1194 And a third-place finish, Randy Hansen said, was a great accomplishment for his team against some tough section competition. And the Otters were paced by first-place finishes from Matthew Toole and Reese Hansen and a five-second time drop by the 400 freestyle relay team that finished in second place. Uh, Jaden Kopinski and Landon Vadova also were top five finishers in their events. Adrian Blondeau scored an important seventh place in the 50 free and Ethan Strandy and Logan Rott were a nice third and fourth in the 100 breast. And all of those places proved to be quite important in a meet where every finisher scores points and the Otters take third place. They've got Brainerd on the schedule for a Central Lakes Conference duel on the road on Thursday. But a, a very nice performance by the Otter Boys swimming and diving team over the weekend. And yesterday, even though it was Martin Luther King Day, there were a couple of basketball games around the area. Underwood beat Sabika 58-44 to in boys basketball, and Kellen Shebeck's guys are playing well. And that was a non-conference win for the Rockets. And also Hancock played. They played at Border West and beat the Buccaneers 60-52. to And in that game, Corey Beadle, who's the head coach for the Owls, earned his 200th career coaching victory. So congratulations to Corey. Uh, great job by his guys. Hudson Versteeg and Chase Evink had double-doubles in that game. And uh, Corey gets career win number 200. His Owls are 8-5 and five on the season. The Brandon Evansville at West Central area game that was scheduled for last night was postponed as school in Brandon Evansville was called off yesterday. So whenever that happens... Any games on the schedule are called off, so they're going to make that one up on Monday, the 29th of January, so no game in Barrett last night. Well, Lake Area Docks and Lifts is one of our sponsors, of course, on the podcast. We appreciate Donovan and Renee Rasmussen, and they invite you to stop by, visit their location at the uh, Minneapolis Convention Center this coming weekend for the boat show. They'll be at the Fargo Dome Boat Show here in January 
as well. And the boat show promotion pricing is in effect. So great chance to save before spring with Lake Area Docks and Lifts. The Minnesota Golden Gopher men's basketball team is 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten. Now, that doesn't sound overly impressive unless you look at what they did last year in the Big Ten, and they only had two Big Ten wins all season. So to be 3-3 three and three after the first six games, uh, that seems pretty good. And they are 12-5 and five overall. They suffered an 86-77 to 77 loss to Iowa last night on Martin Luther King Day at Williams Arena, even though... Dawson Garcia scored 30 points in the game for Minnesota, but Iowa shot just under 54% as a team, and the Hawkeyes also out-rebounded the Gophers 37-30. Minnesota will play at Michigan State on Thursday night in their next game. You know, this Big Ten is going to be so competitive because right now you have Wisconsin at 5-0 at the top of the Big Ten, and you have Purdue and Indiana at 4-2, and two, Illinois and Northwestern at 3-2, and two, and then Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, and Maryland are all at 3-3. Three and three. And then you have four teams at 2-4, and four, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, and Michigan. And Rutgers brings up the rear at 1-4. and four. But this is going to be back and forth and competitive all season long as all of those teams who have between two and four losses in the Big Ten already after six games are going to be knocking each other off all season long. So a road win by Iowa last night was huge for the Hawkeyes as far as this uh, Big Ten season goes. You know, one of our sponsors of our podcast is the Pemberton Law Office, and we appreciate the guys at the Pemberton Law Firm for supporting what we're doing with our podcast. Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating back to 1883, and they have offices in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria. You can visit them online at pemlaw.com. How about Marc-Andre Fleury? The Minnesota Wild goaltender took sole possession of second place with his 552nd win in the NHL, passing Patrick Waugh and posting his 74th career shutout as the Wild beat the New York Islanders last night 5 to nothing. Joel Erickson X scored twice on special teams. Mats Zuccarello had a goal and an assist. Connor Duar and Marcus Foligno also scored for the Wild who had gone 1-7-1 and in their previous nine games. But uh, they celebrated along with a 39-year-old Fleury after he passed Patrick Waugh on the all-time win list. The only guy ahead of him, Martin Brodeur. I don't think anybody is ever going to catch Brodeur. He holds the record with 691 wins. Yeah, 691. And Fleury is second with 552. Not going to happen. Nobody's going to catch him. The Wild are off now until they play Thursday night at uh, Tampa Bay. Timberwolves are off until tomorrow night, and they will take on the Detroit Pistons on the road. The worst record in the NBA. The Pistons are 4-36. and 36. Timberwolves at 28-11. Second best record in the NBA. And hopefully uh, making a, another win out of a, a contest that they should win 
when they play in Detroit tomorrow night. Well, we need to update you on the NFL and everything that's going on there. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles, what a terrible finish. After week 12, they were 10-1. and That was the best record in the NFL. Since that time, they have gone 1-6, and including their playoff loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. 32-9, the final. The Bucs move on, and the Eagles are done. How safe is Nick Sirianni's job after that? Collapse. And the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers yesterday, 31-17. So the Bills move on. And in case you missed the games over the weekend, on, the, on Sunday you had the Packers route the Cowboys in Dallas. That was the shocker of the weekend, 48-32. And the Lions held off the Rams 24-23 in their wildcard playoff game. On Saturday, the Texans took care of the Browns 45-14, and the Chiefs advanced with a 26-7 win over Miami in the fourth coldest game on record in the NFL playoffs. So that sets up the divisional round next weekend. And that divisional round of games, well, this is going to be an interesting weekend. On Saturday, you have the 10-7 and Houston Texans with the rookie C.J. Stroud, who's had an outstanding first year in the NFL, matching up with Lamar Jackson, the veteran, and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are 13-4 and and the number one seed in the AFC. That game will be at 3.30 on a Saturday afternoon. And the night game Saturday, well, the Green Bay Packers, who are playing really well, they are 9-8, and eight, and they will take on the 49ers on the road. San Francisco, the number one seed in the NFC at 12-5. and five. That game kicks off at 7.15 on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, it's the Buccaneers and the Lions in Detroit at 2 o'clock. Lions are six-point favorites in that one. They are 12-5. and five. The Buccaneers are 9-8. and eight. And the night game, the 5.30 game on Sunday, has the Kansas City Chiefs' Patrick Mahomes, for the first time in his whole career, is playing a playoff game on the road that isn't the Super Bowl. He's played at neutral fields before in the Super Bowl, but he's never had to go as a visitor to an opposing team's stadium for a playoff game until now. And it's the Chiefs and the Bills. Both teams are 11-6. and six. Buffalo has been made two-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. That is the one game that I'm not going to miss next weekend in the NFL Divisional Playoff Round. And that's going to do it for today's podcast. A reminder for you, tomorrow, part two of our look back at the 2000-2001 Lady Spartan basketball team, the national championship team from that year. We featured uh, part one in our feature podcast last Wednesday, and it's up right now. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out. And then tomorrow, it'll be a part two going up as we continue our look at that NJCAA Division III National Championship team. Hope you'll join us for the podcast with the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson. Thanks for visiting us. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.